G'day guys and welcome to the Coach Mark Carroll podcast as always. Today is an episode that actually came up through um, a message today on Instagram. I was actually going to do a bit of information about a build, which I'll do in the next few days. But today's episode, it's about not being tied to a specific weight. And what I mean by that is so often people have this perfect weight in their head that they feel like they have to be or they can't drop lower than or they have to, um, they can't increase past. And often people get too tied to this, this specific weight and it really plays with their chance of progressing in the gym, whether you need to get leaner or whether you need to spend time in a calorie surplus and building. Being too fixated on a specific weight is not what we want to do. So let me break it down for you and kind of give you some examples of where this can really impact people negatively and also just some things I've seen in the past and why I don't want you guys to feel like that. And before I dive a bit further in, as always, guys, if you enjoy my podcast, please help me out by um, obviously sharing to your social medias. It always helps a lot when you share and tag my podcast. It's massive to help me get all my content out to it, all of the people in the world. So it means a lot when you help me with that. And also make sure you please leave a five-star rating today. I got a, I think a one-star rating, my first ever non-five-star rating. So clearly someone wasn't a fan of myself and yeah, so let's balance it out, guys. If you support my stuff, it means a lot if you can help me there. So with today, guys, so don't be tied to a specific weight. Now, when does having an exact weight matter? All right. So when do you say have to be a certain weight where it's it's absolutely crucial? If you think about it, almost never do you need to be a specific weight unless you are an athlete. So for example, I really like watching the UFC, not that I know anything about actually fighting mixed martial arts, but I enjoy watching it. I'm that person who watches and yells at the TV screen whilst being the person who actually would know nothing about how to fight like that. But what happens in sports like the UFC is that you have weight classes just like powerlifting, you have weight classes. So, for example, what you often see in the UFC is the day before they fight, they have to make a certain weight. So they diet and diet and diet, and then often, usually, they do a big water cut, which is not ideal, but obviously they're doing it for a reason to weigh um, as little as they can to make their weight class. So, for example, when the guys on the other day had to make 155 pounds. And if he weighed more than 155 pounds, then he would lose his title if he fought. So, and if he fought, say, at 158 pounds, he wouldn't actually have been able to fight. So, this is when you have to be a specific weight. And they're not trying to be a specific weight to look the part for followers on Instagram or anything like that. They're literally having to make a weight for them to do their job to compete in their sport because in sports like fighting and boxing and powerlifting your weight class matters because obviously the bigger you are the more powerful you are the more unfair it becomes this is really the only time 
that I can think of that you need to be a specific weight. And that is not actually around your physique, how you look. It's just to be able to perform in that weight class. When Lauren did powerlifting, she had to weigh, I think, under 60 kilos for that weight. So she had to do a little mini cut to make her weight class. Now, Lauren, though, she also competed in bikini competitions. or was a world bikini champion, which I coached her too. We didn't have a specific weight she had to be. So she had to look her best for the bikini competition. We didn't focus on saying that you necessarily had to be 57 kilos or 58 kilos. Our goal was to get her in the best shape, get a lean, have um, full muscles, be lean enough that you have um, obviously your muscles um, nice and defined, but you still have enough shape to your muscles, all those kind of things. But when Lauren was competing, no one was looking at Lauren's physique on stage and going, oh, I wonder how much she weighs. No one was looking at her physique and going, oh, you know what? I think she shouldn't be in this um, bikini competition. Her weight is too high compared to the other girls. There's no weight classes. You go off your body fat level. So you might have a girl who is 50 kilos competing. You might have a woman who's 60 kilos competing because they're different heights. Everyone's different. But the goal is to obviously be lean for yourself and have shape and all those things. But even being in a bikini competition, there is no weight class. You just need to look whatever it is that you deem to be your best position to show off your physique. Then if you think about being on social media and stuff like that, if you have an influencer and all these things who has an amazing body and their goal is to be a fitness model, again, we're not tied to thinking, well, how much does that person weigh? People generally like their photos and follow them and find their physiques inspirational because of how they look. But again, it's not off how much they weigh, it's how they look. And then for people who are doing things every single day and training and um, trying to feel healthy and fit, the big thing you get is, oh, I feel great. I'm happy with how I'm um, my body fat levels. I feel like I look really good. I feel energized. I feel fit. Again, you're not then being tied to a specific weight. How much you weigh is just one form of data. But how much you weigh on a scale does not necessarily reflect how you're going to look, how you're going to feel. And it definitely doesn't reflect um, who you are as a person, um, what you value to bring to people, or um, what positive effects you can have on the world. But so often we get tied to being a specific weight. And so I want to give you an example of that because I actually wrote it down. I'll pull up my phone. Today I got a message from a woman and her message said, I want more muscle. I'm 58 kilos, but I can't go above 60 kilograms. And then I'll repeat that. I want more muscle. I am 58 kilograms, but I can't go past 60, 60 kilograms. And the message then also says, this, and this is the key part, I feel I'm too lean, but 60 kilos I cannot exceed. So I'm 58 kilos. I feel I'm too lean, but I can't exceed 60 kilograms. So only two kilograms. And so I replied, why do you feel that you can't um, exceed 60 kilograms? 
what's the reason for that? And she said, um, along the lines, is a long message, I'll summarise it, along the lines was that I just don't feel as I should be above 60 kilos with my height um, and I just don't feel like I want to be in the mid-low 60s. So basically, even though they looked in the mirror and noticed that they felt they were too lean and they wanted more muscle, that shouldn't matter to what the scale is. So if you just look in the mirror and you go, you know what, I want more muscle mass and I want to put on weight because I feel like I'm not big enough, I feel I'm too lean and stuff like that, Therefore, that's all you should be thinking about. You don't then go, but what does the scale say? You want to go off how you feel. What does the mirror say? How does it make you feel? If you just make all your decisions off the scale, you're not ever going to really progress to another level because so often our weights will fluctuate. Many women I've trained over the past, their goal was always to be as small as possible, weigh as little as possible. But then once they get into lifting and they get all their confidence from being a boss in the gym, feeling like a weapon, lifting heavy, building muscle, and they feel like, wow, like I want to add muscle, I want to add size, I want to add shape. All of a sudden, their whole world of, hey, I want to be this weight changes because they started adding muscle mass. And all of a sudden, muscle mass, obviously, carries weight. The more muscle you add, the more, more you're probably going to weigh. Therefore, that whole initial benchmark in their head of, hey, I have to be 55 kilos, changes rapidly. So often you see I have clients who will send me their photos from three, four years ago, and they might have put five, six kilos on, but they're actually even leaner because that they've put on muscle mass. They've put on muscle mass, they've lost body fat, and they look so much more improved for what they want to do, but they also weigh five kilograms more. And this is where people really kind of go wrong is that if you get too fixated on the scale and saying, I have to be this amount, then it often holds you back from making progress. So before with that woman saying, hey, I can't be any more than 60 kilograms, you want to dive into that and think, why? Well, why not? If you're saying you are wanting to put on weight, then why would 60 kilograms matter? And the more you kind of dive into these things, the more you'll realize that it doesn't really matter. And it's just this preconceived whole concept in your head that says, hey, X amount is where I should be. Any more than X amount is bad. Under X good, above X bad. And it's as simple as that. And this is where we want to get out of that mindset of don't worry about the weight that you are unless you're being an athlete. Focus on how you feel. Focus on your performance. Focus on how you feel in your clothes. Are you healthy? Um, And even then, like, if we want to go a bit more, I guess, vanity, like, when you look in the mirror, are you happy with where you're at? The mirror will often tell you a lot more than the scale does because the scale is just one form of data. The mirror will often tell you a whole lot more. And this is why I really like, taking things like photos for clients, checking photos and really love clients taking their photos when they first start with me. And then the longer we work together, I always try to put their photos side by side after six months, after a year, after two, three years, because so often they will be leaner, 
but they're also way more. And this is something where people can't can't seem to get their head around is that often you'll improve, but the scale will go up. And that's just what happens from lifting. That's what happens from building muscle. And the whole concept of the scale going up, even though it's adding muscle, adding shape to your physique, the very thing you often want, you stop yourself doing the thing you want just because of the scale going up. So try not to let the scale dictate whether or not you're making progress in your physique too much. This doesn't mean that the scale is not of use. I love the scale as a form of data. I also love photos. I also love my clients telling me how they're feeling. I also love my clients showing me their weight progression with the weights they're lifting in the gym week to week. All of this is data, but nothing is at all essential necessarily the be all and end all. Again, if you're trying to compete in a specific weight class, then yes, you have to be a specific weight. If you're trying to get on stage, if you're trying to get in your best shape for your wedding, or if you're trying to um, just challenge yourself to get in the best shape when you hit 30 or 40 or 50, whatever it is, the weight that you are on the scale is not going to probably define how you look and feel in your clothes. It's just one form of data that you can use as a tool to at least in a way understand where you're at. Now, since I do use the scale as data, what would I use the scale for? Well, there's a few key ways I like to use the scale because I don't want this to be a typical, okay, the scale is terrible, let's throw the scale out that you kind of get on social media where people demonize the scale and it's just kind of takes an, a good concept of not being fixated with the scale to a stupid concept of, oh, the scale's the, the worst thing in the world, the scale's the problem. The scale's not the problem. It's just the scale. It's just a form of understanding how much someone, someone weighs. It's what you tie things to with the scale, which is the problem. So it's not the scale that's the problem. It's not that. So when do I like using the scale? I always like using the scale. So when I get a new client, I always have them weigh themselves so I understand where they're at. I did a consult with a client, two clients this week, new clients. And what I did was I asked them their current weight, but I also asked them what was their weight when they were at their leanest previously because they've both been doing builds. And then I had them send me photos of when they're at their leanest. So I like to get the data as much as I can so I can be like, okay, if you're 60 kilos now, and previously you were 55 kilos when you're at your leanest and you felt like that was a really great spot, you loved how you looked, then I know if they're 60 kilos, I know that if they get to 55, they're probably going to be feeling great. And then I go, cool, I've got, they want to do a cut with me. They're 60 kilos at 55, they felt great a year ago and they have 12 weeks to be at their goal of their, the body fat they want. So I then know I've got probably 12 weeks to have them lose five kilograms. And then I can then reverse engineer it. How much do I need to have them losing a week to ensure that we hit that goal? That's how you use a scale as a tool. You use it as feedback. Where were they before at that certain weight? Likewise, I've had another client who said, 
at my leanest, let's say I think it was 60 kilos and they're currently 70 kilos. And they said at 60 kilos that they showed me and they said they definitely still didn't feel lean enough for what they wanted to do for a photo shoot, but they felt that, that they were in a good place. So I know if they're 70 kilos and previously they were 60 kilos, but they weren't probably quite where they wanted to be. I know that most likely they're not going to be at their goal weight at 60 kilos. They're probably going to need to be a couple of kilos lower. So again, there's data I have. So when I'm trying to work out things, I know that they probably don't need to lose 10 kilos to get where they want to be. They probably need to lose 12, 13 kilos because where they were previously at that weight, they weren't super happy. They could probably have been a bit leaner for their personal preference. So then I use that data to be a general idea of where they want to be. Likewise, when I train a comp prep competitor, since I work with my clients for so long, if we competed, or we, as in they competed and I prepped them, and they competed, for example, at 55 kilos, and we felt that they were a little bit small, they needed a bit more muscle mass to compete, and then we had a year off competing. I know if last time they were shredded and 55 kilos but weren't big enough, they were too skinny, they, were, they, were, they had the body fat level, but they didn't have the muscle, then I know that next year when they compete, they probably shouldn't be 55 kilos. We probably want probably want them to be 57, 58 kilos because when they compete again, we want them to be a couple kilos higher. Again, this is where you use your scale weight as a tool to try and make um, smart decisions. Try and use that data to think where, they, where, where were they when they're at a specific weight or it gives you a, an understanding of a time frame. So if someone says, hey, I want to be 60 kilos and I'm 64 kilos and I need to be there in 12 weeks. Four kilos in 12 weeks is probably going to be different to say someone who says, I'm 60 kilo. I was 60 kilos. I want to be there and I'm 70 kilos. So then, you know, 10 kilos in 12 weeks versus four kilos in 12 weeks will probably be quite different for the two people. And this is, again, this is where the scale can be a fantastic tool. But again, it's a tool. So then with that, and this is the big thing, not being tied to a specific weight. Often when I use the scale as a tool, I always try to say to my clients, cool, around 60 kilos before you felt good or in in your head, you felt like 60 kilos could be a good mark. But what's important to understand is that potentially this time you might find that you don't need to be 60 kilos. So I recently, I had a client who wanted to diet down and they wanted to be, I forget what it was, uh, in kilograms, 120 pounds. We got down to about 125 pounds and they wanted to be 120 because they had been there before. But we got to 125, so five pounds higher than their goal. And they were looking better than ever. They, They were looking leaner they were looking way more muscle more shape and they were feeling amazing and then they said all right i need to get to this five pounds less i need to get to 120 and i said well why if you're at 125 right now and you're feeling amazing you're looking what you think in their mind was far superior than when they were 120 last time 
Why do you need to be 120 when you're at 125? Why don't we increase calories and maintain this? And they, for a little while, were like, well, no, I want to be 120. And again, as a coach, you want to ask questions. Why do you want to be this way? Why? Like they weren't doing a comp. They weren't doing a photo shoot. They were just doing it because they wanted to be in good shape just for life. And once we kind of got, I got that, my client's head around that being 120 was for no specific reason other than that they had that idea in their head. Why diet and lose five more pounds if you're already in a better position than you were last time? If you're already feeling amazing and loving how you're looking and most of all feeling great, do you actually need to be 120? Or do you want to just maintain this? Let's get your food up and try to maintain instead of continually take calories away to get to 120. And once they realized this, then boom, we increased calories and they felt good and they were maintaining 125. And they still are about four weeks on from this. And this is, again, why not being tied to a specific weight is important. They could have kept dieting and could have got down to 120, but they were already where they were. And that's what's important. You need to think, am I dieting to be a specific weight? Most likely not. You're dieting to feel a certain way. You're dieting to um, feel great in your clothes. You're dieting to have a certain level of body fat and muscle revealed and all these things. It doesn't mean you're dieting for a specific weight. Okay, you di- The weight is just a form of data again. It's not the reason why 99.9% of us are dieting. Losing weight is a byproduct of working towards that goal that we have in our head. When we close our eyes and we picture of how we want to look, chances are when you think about your muscles and your shape and your body fat you want to be, there's no scale weight in that in that mind, in that vision you see in your head. It's just a certain physique. That's how you want to look and feel. That is different to how much you can weigh. So just remember, if my client who was 125 pounds and eating probably about 180 grams of carbs still, I could have just cut her carbs and backed off her water for two days and she probably would have been 118 pounds. So if I just kept her calories the exact same and instead up to fats and took away her carbs and made her drink less water for two days, she probably would have dropped over five, six, seven pounds in 48 hours. So she would have been lower than 120. She would have hit a goal in two days. But again, that doesn't mean she would have looked better. Because again, if you're taking carbohydrates away, you're going to take away um, stored muscle glycogen, which when you take away um, muscle glycogen, you then will lose some of that water within the muscle cell. So you weigh less. It doesn't mean you look better. It doesn't mean that you have gotten leaner, but she would have weighed less. And again, this is why it's important to understand being a certain weight doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be leaner. Weight and body fat are two different things. When you diet, you can do keto for three days and lose 10 pounds, four or five kilos. But you could also not have lost any actual body fat because, again, when we lose weight, it can be water. It can be muscle mass. It's not just fat mass. So that's why it's important, again, when you think, oh, am I progressing? Are you just losing a lot of weight on the scale? Or are you actually losing body fat, maintaining your muscle mass, getting stronger? All these things matter. 
So this is why, guys, I just want you to, if you take away anything from this podcast episode, use the scale as a form of data, use it as a form of understanding where you've been and then where you want to go within reason. It's a nice way to think, well, I was here before. So you have somewhat of an idea of how you'll probably look around there, but don't be fixated on you having to be a specific spot unless you are trying to be in a certain in sport. And the chances are, if you're new to training and weights, your best self, your best physique that you probably envision when you're trying to build muscle and grow and add shape to your physique will probably be higher in weight than you realize because you're going to be adding muscle mass. It's not just about trying to get as small as possible. We want to add muscle. We want to add um, size. We want to add shape. Remember, muscle mass, the shape is what gives you shape. Muscle mass in your glutes is what gives your glutes that round look. That's going to weigh more. So don't be tied to a specific weight. Use it, other forms, to assess your progress, okay? How you're feeling, your strength levels, your body fat levels, your muscle mass, um, the mirror, all these kind of things. Don't just have your whole self-esteem tied to a specific weight because strong chance is actually going to hold you back from being your best. So guys, I hope that maybe is a little bit relatable to a lot of you because I train a lot of women, but I also train guys and I've even done this myself in the past um, with myself. So hopefully this is a bit of value for you all. So with that, guys, um, as always, if you want to learn from me and you want to use my methods, make sure you go to coachmarkcarroll.com. Um, yeah, invest into these programs. Um, see how I do things. Learn from me. And most of all, put my methods into place. And there's so many, literally thousands and thousands of you every single month using my program. So I love that you are listening to my stuff. But put these methods into place. It will really help you go to that next level. Thanks as always, guys. And make sure you leave a five-star review and share if you find this helpful. Thanks, guys.